What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 199 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. What's up? Shelly Waltzar. Hello. And today, we're geeking out about Joe's first impressions of Stadia, movie sequels we didn't know we wanted, and Vikings. Or at the very least, I'm geeking out about Vikings because I really like Vikings. Mm-hmm. But first, special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. Specifically, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Covell, Sam Watson, David Corey, Hannah Bacon, Dan, Alo, Trey, Bayband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. We appreciate all of you and everybody who makes an impact on our Patreon. Uh, thank you so much. I hope you guys have a good holiday. Yeah. Good Thanksgiving. It was fun. Yeah, it was great. Oh, I thought you were talking. Were you talking to us or were you talking to our audience? I answered it. I was talking to you. Oh, okay. They can't. Hear, I mean, they can't hear me. I can't they hear them. They could respond. <laughs> what is the geekiest thing that you did during the holidays? Go ahead, mm-hmm. Joe. The geekiest thing? Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving Day, we. Let's see. Thanksgiving Day, we got all of our food and stuff. And then that night, we played. Uh, Dice Throne, and then Ooh. the night after that, we played Wingspan. Oh, yeah, which is definitely a geeky game. Like, it's all yeah, about you, numbers. You got to play it before it was out. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with it. It's cool. What about you, Shelly? Oh, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I played video games. That's kind of as geeky as I... That's a God, geeky thing to I do. I think, probably. Um, yeah. I binge-watched most of a show, two seasons of a show, oh. uh, with my mom. I'll talk about like, nice. what we were watching and stuff later. Um, but like within the like span of like four days, I watched nice. two seasons of TV. That's fun. <laughs> it was. I'll just say, it was Dragon Prince. Uh, I don't know why I'm trying to keep it a secret. It's not like it's a big... Oh, oh snap! The whole no, you weren't allowed to say that. <laughs> now they're gonna listen to the rest of the podcast. Uh, so we watched Dragon Prince, and my mom is like against anime. She just is like anime is for kids, and I've proven her wrong. And she was like, "Well, then it's really dark, and I don't want to watch it." And so, Dragon Prince, I'm, I'm like, you just gotta watch a little couple episodes with me because I'm watching it, and you have nothing better to do. And we got like. Four episodes in, she's like, yeah, this is good. And then we left, and we came back, and I was like, so what do you want to do? And she was like, can we watch more of the dragon show? Victory. It's so good. Season three is out, and it's really exciting. Yeah. Well, let's... I, I want to start with Stadia. I want to know more about okay. the Stadia thing. Is it the future, Joe? Um, I think... I don't think the way that it launched, it's going to be the future. But it's not the present, I take it. It's it's a viable product right now. Okay, so okay. I think there's definitely issues with it. Um, I am a Stadia founder, so I got and that comes with like Stadia Pro or whatever. So I got Destiny Two, and I got Samurai Showdown for free, and I bought Guilt, which is the the only Stadia exclusive game right now. What's Guilt about? 
guilt you are playing a little girl and you're kind of sneaking around with all these monsters trying to find your cousin. And there's like, there's kind of remnant scenes of like you or your cousin one either being bullied or bullying other people. They don't really spell it out. It's like those little wooden, you know, stick figures that, that you can pose when you're doing art and stuff. Oh, gotcha. It's it's those, and they depict different scenes, like one giving a swirly and one like knocking a kid down at the lunch table, and so is it emotional then? Not yet. I'm maybe two hours into it. Okay. And I'll say this: so with Destiny, it's there's definitely noticeable lag, input lag, right? So there's <laughs> maybe a half second of input lag, which makes a big difference in a first-person shooter. Totally. Like that. With all the cross-platform stuff, are you able to take your character? I yep. just thought about this. That's cool. I sure did. Yep. I I fired it up. So I, I went onto the website and added my Stadia account to my Destiny account and was able to fire it up immediately. Um, so you're probably some, not going to want to play the PvP in that, but say you were traveling, you could play a little bit yeah. on your phone. Of, yeah, if you wanted to run a strike or something, you could do that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a bit of lag, but I, I ran a few strikes on it. It was, you have to learn to kind of anticipate the movement since it's going to be a half second behind. Mm -hmm. Um, but then playing Samurai Showdown, I didn't notice any issues. That's a fight, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. But it's one with a little bit, I think it's got a little bit more lax timing requirements than say Street Fighter would. Oh, gotcha. Um, and then playing guilt, guilt, I didn't notice any lag at all. So that makes me wonder if I, you know, I think they're going to release guilt eventually on PC or on the other platforms. I wonder what the delay difference will be, if it'll be noticeable. Yeah. Cause so it's that's really not too of a thought. You don't have anything to compare it to and therefore don't have a sense of lag. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there are some really cool things with it. I've been able to play on my PC in the Chrome browser. I've been able to play on the piece of hardware that they sent me for the Founders, the the special Chrome Ultra. Mm -hmm. And that's it seems to run the best on the Chrome Ultra to me so far, but I'm running that hardlined in, like running my own Cat5 cable to it. Okay, yeah. Um, and then your phone. It works on your phone. You They include a USB-C to USB-C connector. At least it works on mine. Mine's a Google Pixel. So I, they may have to be Pixel phones. I don't know. But it's literally like I can fire the game up. You have to have the Stadia app to buy games, which is weird. It's not a big deal. I mean, to me. But it's, it's weird. It's not a big deal, but it's weird. But you can fire them up from whatever platform you're on, Stadia.com or on the Stadia app or firing it up on your TV. And if you start playing a game on your TV and you come to your computer and you go to Stadia.com, you can literally pick up right there in the moment. Whoa. That's cool. Which is pretty slick. And if you buy a game, there's no downloading it. Like, I bought Guilt, clicked play, and was immediately at the title screen. So no download times. But there are still load times, which I think is... Kind of Weird. defeats the purpose, it feels like. Yeah. So you're still going to see load screens every time you're going you know, to the tower in Destiny or loading up a new area in another game. 
Well, we talked about how kind of the power I think we did on the podcast that it's not. I, we may not have. I think we just talked amongst ourselves that the 4K isn't true 4K. Yes. In a lot of these games, and so I almost wonder if the hardware that they had talked about, maybe they're not using as big a hardware as they were hoping to later on. See, I noticed. Yeah, I noticed the 4K thing on my TV with Destiny because mm-hmm. I thought this is really crisp, but it doesn't feel as sharp as it should, and the textures definitely don't feel like they're where they should be. Okay. But yeah. but then Bungie came out and confirmed, like, yeah, we're not doing 4K on the Stadia right now. Like, it, it, it upscales it to 4K, but they're not using 4K assets. Uh, yeah. So... Um, I th- I think it's a solid first go. I would have liked to seen their launch be a bit stronger, right? Because I think that's going to hurt it. Now that I've seen that it works, though, like I really thought when I got that box, it was going to be an unplayable slideshow, <laughs> and that's not the case at all. It's definitely playable. It's cool. Have you ever played like remote play from PS4? A little bit. And that Kinda is solid feels enough a little... that I was streaming originally. Using yeah. remote play on my Mac and then capturing that yeah. image, uh, and it's like got a little bit of lag. Like if you're playing PvP, like it was impossible. But I could play Destiny specifically, the original, and I would run through and I could play story missions through it. Yeah, yeah, single player. I wonder if it's so. comparable. I would say that's probably going to be comparable. I really want to see now what Microsoft's doing with their XCloud stuff. Yeah, because now that I've seen that this works. Dude, how cool would it be in five years to just be able to buy a smart TV and there's all your gaming right there right. built into the smart TV? Like, if 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 Google can hone this in, get rid of some of that lag time, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. that would be a viable move forward in a few years. That could be really cool. I would hope that it doesn't kill the console because I like... I think Xbox is always going to have this idea of we're going to be the best play to place to play something but you can mm-hmm. play our they're starting to become this thing where it's like we'll be the best place to play it but you can play it anywhere and i yeah. hope that that yeah. is definitely still the case where they're like you could stream it if you want or you could have this huge 4k experience and how flipping awesome would it be like you know stadia launched with 22 games how cool would it be to have full access to stream game pass there's like yeah. 150 Ooh. games on game pass right now wow that's like Apple TV versus Disney Plus there. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I mean that So the I think the idea that we could see a streaming game future is potentially viable. Cool. I don't know that that, that people I mean I think people would rebel a bit. Yeah. But I think if they can hone it in in a few years it could very well be possible. Yeah, I mean t- as technology keeps advancing, it's definitely streaming that is so big in the last generation i would say with movies and tv so it kind of naturally makes sense for video games and the fact that again like this thing isn't perfect but neither was any other game console right and yeah the original xbox 360 burned holes in the ground like (laughs) you know so many red rings and all that kind of stuff it's just (laughs) insane to think about how far technology especially in video games has come already and i mean so we even think now it's like oh there's always going to be lag there's always going to be problems maybe yeah. eventually those problems will go away and then maybe there'll be other problems with other things but yeah ign was talking about 
to get rid of the lag, they're working on technology that would basically process every possible option that you could make in that moment. That's actually nuts. And that is crazy. Hit it. It's already got it processed out. And they said that's years into the future. There's no way they can do that now. Right. Especially if they have load time still. But yeah, because it would have to be processing so much information. That sounds kind of like GGPO or one of those online fighting game engines. Yeah. It kind of tries to anticipate and roll back and all that kind of stuff. What you could do. That's but crazy. I'm, I would say it's, yeah, it's not worth spending $120 on right now, especially with the game library already existing everywhere else. Yeah. But I think when they release this for everybody to give a shot free, you know, like, I don't know. I think it's worth checking out. And I, can play games I definitely see a possible future. Yeah. I definitely see a possible future this way, which is not at all what I was expecting when I first bought it. Like, I bought it thinking this is going to be Terrible. a paperweight as soon as it comes in the door. And I've actually put probably five to ten hours into it so far. What else have you been playing, Joe? I beat Death Stranding. Nice. Beat it. You beat it. I saw wow. credits roll. How long did it take overall? 42 hours. How many celebrities did you meet? Uh, several. <laughs> <laughs> now, maybe five or five or six that I could tell you I know them. Cool. Yeah. Um, that game actually, I I don't. Early game, it was infuriating having to carry these all these boxes from point A to point B. You know, mm. going over the mountains and everything. The further into the game that you get, the more tools they give you to be able to to navigate the world or to be able to help other people navigate the world. That makes sense. Like late in the game, I was going to the tops of mountains and building tether systems. And as long as that tether system is within like 300 meters and odd shot of another tether, you can fly across the mountains. Like Hmm. you can cover in 30 seconds what it would take you two hours to run. It just takes some work on the front end. Um, I think that story is great. It's still a little convoluted, but the <laughs> storytelling, the voice acting, and the acting, and I, I actually really enjoyed the story. I, as crazy as it was, I enjoyed the story. I, yeah, I enjoyed my, I mean, for me to put 42 hours into a game. You don't often beat games. You kind of, you're having to review so much, it feels like, that you're always kind of playing a game until... That is a lot of the truth. Now, I've beaten 45 games this year thanks to Backlog Golf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't usually play games that long. Right. How How's Backlog? Back, that's over now, right? You guys have done... So, yeah, we decided to have what we're calling the Jubilee. Okay. Um, we ended Backlog Golf. We're kind of on a hiatus from Black Friday to New Year's. And then cool. we're going to start back on New Year's. We're amending the rules a little bit because this was our first year to do it. We learned several things that we all want to see kind of with, with it. So have you chosen a winner or are you? is it a continuation? The, yes. Yeah. So we'll start with a fresh slate in 2020. Okay. Um, LJ won this year. Congrats. LJ's a producer for yeah. any new listeners. Hey, I think I was negative 15. I think LJ was negative 17. Wow. We, so we had a couple that were then? right there. Um, I, I think I was second, but we had three or four people right there together. Oh, okay. So, 
Yeah, and and the reason we did it, the reason we went ahead and said, okay, we're going to start Jubilee now instead of our original plan was to start it around Christmas. Mm-hmm. But we said we're going to go ahead and start it now because part of what we're trying to do with backlog golf is, on top of being responsible with doing what we're you know playing the games that we already own, we're trying to say, okay, if we're going to buy games, let's be fiscally responsible about it. Right, mm-hmm. and it makes the most sense when everything's on sale to buy the games that we're going to buy in another month anyway. Totally. Yeah. Now. Yep. I get to talk about Witcher Three next week because I because of Sweet. Black Friday. It's nice. Fifteen bucks on PlayStation. I was super stoked. I've heard great and, things. Yeah. You know, this time a year ago, I would have bought everything as it came out. Mm-hmm. I bought like eight games yesterday, and I still spent a fair chunk of change. I, I spent like uh, two hundred dollars. On mm-hmm. eight or ten games, but, in comparison. but I, I was gonna say I looked at the full prices. If I'd have bought them all brand new, I saved like a hundred and forty bucks. Yeah, what? dude. Yeah, buying them that way, and so now I've got, you know, another ten games in my backlog. <laughs> but those are games I wanted to play, and yeah. I saved money instead of doing it the other way. So, cool. Yeah. Um. I played a little bit of Pokemon Shield while I was on vacation. Oh, I want to get it so bad. And I, my my fiance caught her first Pokemon on the flight back. Oh, nice. <laughs> She'd never caught a Pokemon before, okay. so <laughs> that's wholesome. What was it? Yeah. Do you remember the a name? A rookie of it? D. I don't know what that is yet. I... It's a bird Pokemon. Okay. I I I like that Pokemon game. It's fun. I think some of the changes that they've made were for the better. Cool. And not everybody's going to agree with me, but right. I think well, you got people who think that every game should still be red and blue. And purest. Yes. <laughs> I just don't yeah. like it when Game Freak lies. That's my only gripe. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> oh. But we're not having that conversation. <laughs> yeah. To, to I, me, as somebody that you know, I put probably 500 hours into Blue back in the day, mm-hmm. and there were only 150 Pokemon there. Yeah. And this one's got like 400 Pokemon in it. Mm-hmm. You can see Pokemon running around in the grass, so you know like if there's something you want to go after that you don't have in the Pokedex yet, you can do mm-hmm. that. Um, you can like this one's got. I, I think you can breed Pokemon in this one. It's got shinies. Like none of that existed in Blue. I so thought, oh, I guess there's a lot not. here. I'm trying to remember what game was shi- were shinies introduced. Gold and silver. Really? The were they really? Oh. Oh, okay. And maybe okay. red and blue might have. I can't remember now. They might have came out of the Pokeball differently, but they were all the same color back then because right, right. Yeah, would have. But that could have been gold and silver that that was happening. Um, yeah, one know. other thing that they did in this one that I think is good. I, at least I, I appreciate it. The more hardcore people probably don't like it, but every all six Pokemon in your party get experience constantly. Like they, you everybody hates that, but you, Joe. I love it. Yeah, like uh, all of no the like it. you said, the hardcore Pokemon players are like, "You're messing up my EVs." <laughs> well, then you should take your EV out and just concentrate on that. If you really want to be that hardcore, have just an EV in your party. There, there was someone who beat the entire game with a Wulu. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's I'm real I'm Hold really on one second. I saw that on Reddit out somewhere. So, Joe, in Eevee, <laughs> do you, you don't go with this, or do you... So, Eevees are a... I can't remember what they stand for, uh, but it's literally the letters uh, EV. Something bad. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that as you said it. <laughs> and an Eevee <laughs> is like... 
a status that you can actually up like use battle specific Pokemon, and then that specific Eevee will grow, and so you can go oh. like, modify. Ivy's LJ LJ said I believe it's Ivy's and Ivy's are what the Pokemon is born with. Nature versus nurture. Oh. Immaculate variables versus extracurricular variables. I <laughs> yeah. don't know what they mean. <laughs> but Eevee's also a Pokemon, so. <laughs> yeah, but I, that said, the game's fun. Um, yeah, and then like I said, we played Wingspan and Dice Throne, so. Cool. What about you, Shelly? You said you've been playing video games. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been playing more Three Houses. I'm finally past the time skip in Golden Deer Run, so I'm finally seeing some new things, which is really cool. Um, and I have everyone recruited that you can recruit. Um, there's some characters, like, for example, playing Golden Deer, I can't recruit Edelgard or I can't recruit Dimitri. But for everyone I can recruit, I have recruited. Um, so that's pretty cool. fun. It's cool to have all them uh, at the monastery and stuff all grown up. Um, so that's a really good game. I also bought Spyro on Switch uh, for during Black Friday because it was a little bit on sale. Oh, yeah, like the remastered trilogy? Yeah, Reignited, something like that. So yeah, what do you think? I've been playing that, and I really I like it. It's I definitely rage. Not Rage is not... I get... I get frustrated sometimes um, because they're they don't really give you a lot of grace with a lot of the platforming stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like you have to really hit the platforms just perfectly or jump just perfectly right and glide perfectly right. Um, and sometimes I get a little bit irritated because I'm like, oh, I have to go all the way back to the beginning of the level to oh, do wow. this again or something, depending on what I'm trying to get. But I like collecting treasure. Um, I think that's fine. I like. Uh, getting all the dragons. I think it's really cool how they I never played the original Spyro games. I have played Spyro games in the past, but they're not original, uh, like the original trilogy. Um, so it's cool that I, there are still some mechanics that I guess must have passed through to the ones I did play, um, but I'm not really having the nostalgic feeling that a lot of people probably have. Um, but yeah, like having all the designs for the dragons i think is super duper cool um i kind of just wish we could talk to them more i guess because you get like a cool animation with them like interacting with spiral they give you like hints and tips and stuff and then then they're gone and i'm like wait you yeah trying i'm trying to rescue all the treasure and rescue all the dragons why don't you help me what are you doing <laughs> uh, <laughs> why are there I eggs? Create an army. Why are there eggs but no female dragons? Is my number one question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do, do y'all? Isn't like, it seahorses? They're like seahorses. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but no, I'm having a pretty good time with it. The only thing I'm really bad at, like, I tend to um, hundred percent all the levels except for the flying ones. I'm really bad at those. <laughs> I'm really bad at the flying stages, but. It's cool. It's really pretty. So, yeah. Nice. I played a little bit of Dice Throne myself. Oh. Nice. And I think that that is the only thing that I really did because my mom was in town. So there wasn't a lot of video game playing. I did make her play a little bit of Last of Us. Basically up until uh, the big reveal before the time jump 
and uh she was really sad and she was like why'd you make me play this and i was like <laughs> i wanted to show you the games have a really good story and she was like well i get it <laughs> and she was not she was not stoked i was like it's a really good game and she was like i'm sure it is <laughs> i she cannot the dual the idea of working a camera and moving at the same time is completely foreign to her she has such a hard time doing it yeah which is really interesting to me 3D is when my parents kind of fell off the the ability to stick with me. Yeah. I was trying to show her. I was like, you need to be moving your camera at all times. Cause she'd like move the camera, and then she'd move to that point. And then yeah. she'd move the camera. And I was like, the camera's got to be – it's got to be a solid motion. But it was a little fun to watch. Um, and then more Red Dead. So that's it for me. We can get into the few gaming news that you were able to – siphon through not siphon what's yeah through the uh oh man deals so, yeah we're recording on cyber monday and there's so much like black friday and cyber monday news it's so hard to find articles right now um thank shout out to lj for helping me find a couple first off link is coming to mario maker 2 this week it looks so cool and he gets the sword and he gets the charge run he can down strike and that's use really bombs cool. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's going to be neat if you got Mario Maker 2. Uh, and then finally, there's a, a Twitch streamer by the name of... Hold on, I lost it. Sean. Sean Stream. S-E-A-N. He's a German streamer. Um, he has set a world record for the most hours live streamed in a 30-day period. With 595, that is an average of 20 hours of live streaming a day. Oh my god, That's crazy. So, I wonder, if he did it completely by himself, I'm curious because the Way TV, uh, which is a couple of Christian streamers, they did this in August, but it was the two of them. And I think they even had more people streaming with them than just the two of them. And they made it to 662 hours and 13 minutes. But... They may have had a group of people versus his one person is the reason that they're differing. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, is a crazy amount. I want to give them a shout out. They're really great. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of young guys that are really on fire for God. Cool. Yeah. The way. And what was his German? Uh, yeah, he was. Name? he's based out of Germany. Sean's Stream. S-E-A-N-S-S-T-R-E-A-M. Cool. Um, I don't and, know and I think it's not, worth... But... Yeah, I don't know. It's worth noting that the Guinness World Records refuses to track this sort of thing because it is unhealthy in nature. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, they can't be disputed. I mean, that's that's (laughs) that's a lot of sitting. talking about self-deprivation and not deprivation, sleep deprivation. Yeah, it just makes me wonder. It's like, why do you... At that point, if you're not even getting Guinness any any sort of rewards from that and like why do you do it just for bragging rights yeah at best it's an unofficial thing yeah so well and like with the way they were very on mission about the whole thing they just wanted people to pop in they were getting people to kind of check them out that they'd never like heard seen before and they were able to tell them you know about jesus so they were kind of mission-minded with their yeah go-to well and and looking at the sean stream Sean stream stuff it's like he's got ads like he it looks like he's probably 
Oh, so sponsored, sponsored by to do it by a hundred different yeah. companies. So that's cool. Yeah. Smart. Um. Yeah. Don't do that kind of stuff, folks. Like, be responsible with your health, <laughs> please. Yeah, doing it by yourself. That's intense. I mean, maybe this dude was like, I hope he was spending like an hour a day on stream exercising. It was all ring fit. Wow. That would work. It's like, um, <laughs> so I don't know if you guys seen, but there's like people who play Breath of the Wild and I think probably Dark Souls. Like there's people who play games with like a Dance Dance Revolution pad. Right, right. So yeah. it could just be like that, right? Like that's yeah. exercise. <laughs> That'd be cool. Like to do a to do a dodge roll in Dark Souls, you have to do a squat. Oh yeah. <laughs> I cool. hope Ring Fit evolves into like a genre of games. That sounds really cool. If you could do a squat to like dodge roll in a game, I bet somebody will figure it out if That'd they haven't cool. already. Yeah, um, that's it for the game news this week. Mm-hmm. Um, the pull list. We've got a few things on here. Uh, Halo Reach is finally coming to PC and Xbox One. And I think that's going to be on Steam, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's coming out this week. Terminator Resistance launches this week. Star Ocean First Departure R. That's a Star Ocean RPG, but it looks like a like it looks like it looks an SNES game. I don't know exactly what that's supposed to be. That makes it sound exciting. I've played a lot of the Star Ocean games, and I'm not sure what this one's supposed to be. It's not a full price release. I think it's like twenty five bucks. Um, one that I'm interested in this week is Dark Siders Genesis, and it's Dark Siders, but it looks like a Dark Souls style, or not Dark Souls. I'm sorry, a Diablo style game, and that is coming out to the PC and Stadia this week, and to every other major console in like two months. Oh wow. And then finally, an indie game called Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. That sounds that's, biblical. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Cool. That's it for games this week. Awesome. Well, we can move on then. Shelly and I, not at the same time, watched <laughs> Frozen 2. Yeah. What did you think of it? I liked it. I, I watched the first one. The night before, just as a recap, because it's been a long time since I'd seen it. Mm-hmm. And watching the first Frozen, I really liked it again, because I remember, I, I think the last time I had seen it before then was when people were still hating on it so much because of the, like, the overhype and and it was way too I know. popular. But watching it- I watched it way later too, and I loved it. Yeah, and like I did watch it like you know back when it was super popular, and I was like, oh man, ugh. But like watching it again way later, I'm like, no, this is like a good movie. Like it, it deserved like- at least some of the hype like it was it was a really good movie and i think mm-hmm. for me it's like i watched it with my sister i watched both frozen and frozen 2 with my sister and so i think that's probably a huge reason why i like the movie so much just because it, it really capitalizes on the sister dynamic um, oh right yeah so that's why i really get kind of pulled into it but yeah i liked the second one a lot i really liked the sort of messages they were going for um and how like the songs were all very cohesive and I guess they were in the first one too, but the second one seemed way more like an actual musical. Like I could just watch it on Broadway way, mm-hmm. like even more than the first one, which like the first one in comparison to other Disney movies, I feel like is really good 
Broadway type thing, but the second one like even goes further than that, I would say. Um, kind of creates a stage with their settings. Totally. It's like I could totally one. see them like singing these songs and doing these things, and um, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess my biggest gripe was that they just threw a lot of weird stuff in there that are like, hey, this is all connected, and you can't question it because that's just how it is. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> sure. Um, fine. So that was my biggest thing. And like, there's just weird, this is like, fact. things where they're like, oh, everything has to be connected and everything has to click. And I'm like, you don't actually have to connect every single thing, you know. You, you can have some things kind of be their own tangents, but apparently... They did not think so. <laughs> huh. I've got Disney Plus now. I, I, I've not seen Frozen yet. I guess I could you watch should. it. You should. And, and try to kind of come up with an open mind instead of like, like don't go like a into Disney, it yeah. being like, yeah. oh, so many people hate this. Just kind of take it yeah. and like, if you don't like no, it, like, then you don't like it and that's fine. I w- yeah, I enjoyed Moana. I, oh, I watched Moana, I Moana and yeah, that's a great movie. So I, I think it's a very yeah. funny movie. Uh, the first Frozen one or oh, Frozen, I think the yeah. second one was funnier than the first one. They're both very comical. I think it was also more serious than the first one. It was like yeah. a mix of both more serious and funnier. I don't really know how they did. What it. I really appreciated with the second one is that there wasn't any real villain. Yeah, there was an issue to the story, but there wasn't this like bad guy totally. necessarily. And that was really cool to me, and it was this more of an emotional adventure. Totally. Than I think. The first one was very much like there's this bad guy, you know, big twists and things. Uh, whereas this one, I think, yeah, it was just more emotional. Yeah. And it's, a, again, me, it's like a journey about change and about how to deal with that. And I think that was really mm-hmm. cool because it's also taking, you know, Frozen came out. When did Frozen come out? It came out some years ago, right? And so people who really liked Frozen have grown up some. And like me, it's like I watched Frozen in high school, like my first couple of years in high school, and now I'm post-college. And so I kind of, I resonated a lot with like a lot of stuff they were talking about, about like change and, um, you know, other things like that. Because I'm like, hey, like, I definitely feel like, oh, what's this adulting thing? Um, (laughs) Olaf sings this whole song about like, oh, I'll understand this stuff when I'm older, because when I'm older and mature, everything makes sense. And I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, it's real good. A great movie, but we'll let it go and move on. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> what other movies have you seen, Shelley? Or did you see anything besides that? Um, I watched uh, I watched Wally, <laughs> just cause cool. cause wow. again Disney Plus. We were Wally. making applesauce and we wanted to watch something in the background. We also watched okay. uh the beginning of Force Awakens. Yeah. I've watched, it's weird because it's like, when I think about like, oh, like, I actually have seen quite a few movies, but it's all movies I've seen before on Disney Plus. So it feels like, oh, I haven't really seen my new things at all, but I did watch stuff. Um, Like, I did watch Moana, and I did watch Zootopia. Like, I've just, (laughs) all these movies I've seen before and love, just, thank you, Disney Plus. Very cool. And we had, we had Monster, I don't know the name of the movie, but it's, like a prequel to Monsters, Monsters University. Monsters University. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet either. But I watched. I, we sat down and watched it after the meal because that's what the kids were watching, and we were full of turkey, and it mm-hmm. was a good idea. Nice. Is it good? I, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that actually reminds that me. Good. Sorry, continue. 
No, that was it. Okay. It reminds me that I also watched a movie uh, on Thanksgiving after we were stuffed full of turkey and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> well, because we had the TV on, and I never watch yeah. TV anymore because I don't have cable, but my parents have cable. Right. And Prince Caspian, Crohn's Girls and Narnia, Chris, oh, Prince Caspian yeah. was just on one of the channels, so we watched it, and I'm like... That's cool. Man, cool. I really wish this series continued. And but it left after it stopped after Don Treader. Yeah, they did what three of them. Yeah. So yeah. it just it made me happy because I was feeling really nostalgic, and I. But I, it also made me sad because I'm like, oh, I wish they continue this and all that stuff. Yeah. Speaking of nostalgic, I did watch the Lady and the Tramp live action Ooh, that Disney Plus has. It? It's not bad. I would have been upset if I would have paid money to like see it in theaters. Oh yeah. But it stays very true to the source material. The only huge difference was the We Are Siamese cat song has been removed. And they have another song that's more, I don't know, jazzy, I guess. Hmm. So I think that's interesting, too, that, like, it's not even this, it's not even the same genre that they sing the song in. But I liked it. The CGI is a little rough, and the facial expressions are weird because of that and the voice acting doesn't seem as natural as it could be or as it did in like the lion king but i think the opening scene is cut straight from the cartoon like, i think it was like a shot for shot or at least it felt like it it rang bells in my in my head so i don't know i, I think if you liked lady and tramp as a cartoon and you want to like reminisce and remember that movie it's a good one to watch with family and then I watched in theaters Knives Out, and I highly recommend. I was gonna say, is that, that good? Movie. It's so good. If you like Clue or Murder on the Orient Express, it's definitely kind of that movie. It is. I, I don't want to give anything away. You just you gotta watch it. It's okay. It's a good time. It's this fun adventure. You don't really know what's happening, which is. A good clue movie you don't want to know what's happening till like the very yeah. end so great acting all-star cast but michael shannon and chris evans and all sorts of people uh, i like it go watch it it's pg-13 i believe okay probably Fig- try to figure out what's happening but from there we can get into the movie news because i think I don't think I watched anything else. Yeah. Okay. So all of our news today relate to sequels or spinoffs. So which are basically just... sequels. Yeah. yeah. Like unrelated sequels. Yeah. Let's just jump into it. So first of all, uh, the producer for Alita Battle Angel is really trying to push fans to get Disney to support a sequel because Alita Battle Angel, um, that's the one movie that is based off of Alita the manga yeah i believe um and i know lj saw i know he liked it uh i don't know yeah, i liked it i watched it you watched it too okay yeah yeah yep. it's not uh it, it didn't do very well i believe but the movie had a lot of potential oh and they definitely left it hanging open hanging to a sequel, a sequel yeah yeah so basically uh because it was 20th century fox mm-hmm. disney bought out 20th century fox pretty soon after alita 
came out. And given a Disney budget, it could be so good. Exactly. That so, could be cool. So the producer's like, hey, can we can we do this? Can we make this happen? Because are all of our troops going to come true? I mean, I didn't watch the movie, right? I only saw the trailers. And even then, like, it looked really pretty. The CGI looked crazy good. But if you think about a Disney budget with that, that'd be insane, I think. Or at least even it would be the same quality, but it would probably come out faster or sooner, you know? Um, but anyway, so if you like Alita, uh, bug Disney, write them a letter in the mail to Mr. Walt Disney, who's not alive anymore. Um. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, write him a letter. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's what you're going to do. Demand for that sequel. Um, next on the list. So, Vin Diesel finished up filming, I believe, Fast and Furious 9, which I'm like, why, why are there so many of those movies? But that's beside the point. Um, in that, in, in like an Instagram post that he had regarding that, he kind of teased having sequels to Bloodshot as well as The Last Witch Hunter. So he's basically... Which is like, a weird choice. Yeah. He's basically like, hey, it looks like all this other stuff. Plus he's excited to be Groot again. Um, things like that. He's really excited for future projects. But among those future projects, he listed Bloodshot and Last Witch Hunter, which is pretty significant because we haven't heard about mm-hmm. any sequels for those yet. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and finally, Batman spinoffs. We're going into another DCU, but like for villains, it seems like. So I guess a lot of actors slash actresses who are going to be in the Batman as well as Birds of Prey uh, have contracts for additional sequels and spinoffs, which is... Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it makes sense, but it's also like, hey, you tried to do all this, you know, universe type thing and it didn't really work out, but people really like Margot Robbie, but people don't like Robert Pattinson, but maybe they will when the movie comes out. We don't know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I just don't want a Joker movie of like the Penguin. Right. That would be super interesting because the Joker did so successfully I mean, mm-hmm. and, and the Joker, as far as we're aware, isn't actually directly tied to the Batman. I don't think. Did we? No. I don't think it is. No, nothing's um, been recorded definitely on more of an art film just using the Joker as a figurehead, I suppose. Um, yeah. Subject. Yeah. So, but like, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We already, we'll see how Birds of Prey does. I guess that's the next movie that's coming out. I, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the next big movie coming out. Um. And then the Batman. I guess we'll see how it goes. It is a little bit weird. I think we get Wonder Woman before Batman. Oh, but. okay. Yeah. Wonder Woman. It's just weird. It's like it's like they realize all their villains are way more interesting than their heroes. And so like, hey, let's make a bunch of movies based on our villains. But that's like not very satisfying to watch either because they're all villains and they need to do villainy things. So I don't really know how it's going to pan out. Um, but we're going to be seeing these actors and actresses in a couple of movies, at least. Cool. I guess. Depending I on how. I want. <laughs> I say it could be cool if they pull it off right. Yeah. Like if you're going to get weird movies, just start finding weird heroes. Like a Zatanna. Zatanna would be a really cool movie. Or even I can't remember the, the dude that Zatanna like talks to. I think it's her father. He's like this guardian from Egypt. 
Carlos Santana? No. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like a guardian from Egypt has possessed him. And so now he's some big guardian of... I can't remember his name. Someone knows what I'm talking about. I probably have that completely butchered. I know we have some comic book fans here. I apologize. But I would think get more obscure with your heroes if and not find the villains and just bleed them dry. It's weird. Yeah. So, again, like, we don't really know how this is going to go. We've seen them try to do the universe thing. Didn't work before, but they're going to try doing something similar, I guess. That's our movie news, though. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a lot of TV this week. What did you guys watch? I, I did, too. I, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, go. Um, we got completely from from zero to 60. We are completely caught up with The Mandalorian now. Mandalorian! Nice. I think we all watched That last it, yeah. episode was so good. Yeah. I liked that Yes, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. Cool. Um, we watched the Walking Dead mid-season finale. So, on the last podcast, I talked about the episode before that, saying it was one of the most boring episodes that I had seen in a while. How did you feel about the episode before the mid-season finale? Was that the one with Negan? No. One after that. I don't remember the one after. Oh! That's exactly. The one with, uh, the, one with uh, the water. The radio. With the water. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but I think it teed a bunch of stuff up for the finale. Mm-hmm. Which was... I, I enjoyed that mid-season finale. I like the mid-season as well. Yeah. I'm ready for more Whisper Negan. Dude, I'm I'm really curious to see how that plays. That was my favorite episode so far, possibly ever throughout the show. Yeah. It was just so funny. Yeah. And we we aren't going to get another episode until almost March. Yeah, so crazy. The end of February. I saw something though with all these spin-offs that they're working on. I think it was 50 weeks next year of I can't be because it's going to be in March. Unless Fear the Walking Dead's happening. I think it was 50 weeks of Walking Dead next year. Or maybe the year after. They're planning out. That's a lot. So it'll be Walking Dead, Fear the... It'll be all the spinoffs. But just that universe will be oh, on okay. TV at all times. Kind of crazy. Cool. And then you watched Dragon Prince Season 3 as well. Shelly, did you watch it. Dragon Prince? Sorry, I haven't yet. <sighs> I started it. I watched the first episode of the third season. It's great. It uh, raises the stakes a lot. And I'm really, really excited about the future of the show because I believe we have at least three or four. There might be four more seasons. I think it's six, three. And they're getting better with their animation. Yeah, everything's much smoother. The ant is so cool. <laughs> yeah definitely the 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 aunt the kids aunt yeah i was like i better enunciate so they know what i'm talking about we're like an aunt why is an aunt cool <laughs> yeah uh, the the aunt is she's deaf she's mute. i guess mute there's a lot of hand no, sign she is deaf you're right yeah a lot of hand language sign language used in the show which i think is flipping cool and she's just 
awesome. It really bugs my wife that they don't translate everything, but I really appreciate that because someone who knows sign language, they're getting a little extra right, yeah. in the show. And you can kind of get what's being said by the expressions. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of, it's cool. It's like, if you want to know what she's saying, maybe you should learn sign language. And it's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> or Google it. Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, like I said, everything, in, as far as the stakes go, they're getting really, really high. Uh, what's the prince's name? Es- Ezrin? Yeah, yeah. Ezrin has kind of been this goofy little kid throughout the first two seasons uh, with not a ton of purpose. And now he's really kind of coming into his own. And within this season, he's probably one of the most epic characters in the show. That's cool to hear. Yeah. I mean, dude comes in riding in on a bear. Yeah, it's the very first episode of the season three. It's it's crazy. He's He becomes very epic. Cool. I love it. I'm looking forward to more. If you haven't watched it, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, it's same writer's. The lead writer for Avatar The Last Airbender is working on this. I believe he's the producer or director. I can't remember. Um, There's a huge tie between the two, though. And it'll feel very Avatar The Last Airbender if you watch that show. Uh, Except for the animation style, but just the writing. And the characters are so good. The characters are like... The villains aren't fully villains. They kind of can be at times. But they think that they're doing the right thing. Which is, it, it, they do really well with that. The writers have yeah. always done great with that. And development, character development. Cool. What else, what have you been watching, Shelly? I only watched The Mandalorian. So Mandalorian's so good. It's a great show. I'm really liking it. <laughs> well, the only other thing that I watched was Titans. And that okay. finale is, is done. And... The finale was good, uh, and I'll get kind of spoilery here in the set. Like, everyone kind of knows that they've been working towards, who's been watching it, that they're working towards uh, Dick Grayson becoming Nightwing, and that's, I mean, naturally. I won't go, like, too into detail. I don't want to, like, actually spoil the show, but I will say that I'm kind of bummed as to the way that they're handling him becoming Nightwing. And to me... In the comics and like from what I've read, it's always been kind of Nightwing was his. I'm not going to be in Batman's shadow. I'm my own hero. I don't need you anymore. I can do this by myself. And in the show, they're very much like they're almost doing the opposite of that statement with how he's becoming Nightwing. And that kind of bums me out. I wanted to see that relationship kind of be tense but understood between the two and it's more becoming he was angry and he's just like over it and it's fine and everything's okay and we didn't get to see that develop the way that i was hoping it would at least yeah Uh, but great season it sets up for season three season three has been greenlit i'm ready for more titans we'll get into the news Another show that I'm ready for more of is Vikings. Joe, do you, do you watch Vikings? I can't remember. Uh, no, I've not seen it. Well, if you like Last Kingdom, Vikings um, is good. When are we going to get more? Last Kingdom. Uh, these, Last Kingdom is in March or May. Okay. I believe. I think it's spring is what they were saying. 
So it should okay. be soon. But I haven't heard any trailer. I've heard anything about trailers or anything. It's just been kind of they're filming it. I think it's wrapped. But Vikings, they're going to have their final season starts December fourth, which is when the podcast comes out. That's tonight. Ooh. You can listen tonight if you're cool. listening to this as soon as it comes out. And LJ doesn't have a long day at work. <laughs> <laughs> putting pressure on him i didn't realize <laughs> if the stars and, align <laughs> so the reason that we're talking about vikings isn't because the episode's debuting though i'm very excited for it uh they're also having a spinoff happen and it's not a spinoff of the characters but it'll actually take place a hundred years after the vikings tv show it's going to happen on netflix so i'm really excited about that because the production value will probably be astounding but I'm also kind of bummed because Vikings has done a really good job of taking mature content and showing people that you don't have to show everything to tell everything. And they, they're able to kind of set a setting without being over the top and gratuitous with stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I've really appreciated that because I definitely, in the Game of Thrones stuff, like watching those those shows, yeah. thought, oh, you have to have that to really kind of show what kind of world this is. But Vikings throws that out the window. So I'm worried that with Netflix, that's going to stop. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, we can do this now. It's not cable television. So we will. Uh, uh, that's very possible. The other thing that scares me is that 100 years after the Vikings show, I believe, is around the same time era as The Last Kingdom. And so that could mean... That Last Kingdom might be gearing down to being over, and that this Valhalla show is going to replace that. Uh, so that could be kind of a bummer. I really like The Last Kingdom. I could watch that show forever. Um, but it wouldn't make sense for them to have two shows in the same setting. Right. So, we'll see. Well, know. maybe it would. Depends on how well they do. And then they can, they can collab. That'd be cool. <laughs> crossover that'd be better than i don't know arrow joining flaro joining <laughs> arrow joining people. flaro <laughs> flash and everyone else that comes out i don't know soon i think the eighth uh, another thing that's interesting to note is that the vikings the valhalla show that's the, what the spinoff is being called has 24 episodes already and Netflix usually is only like an eight episode to ten episode, yeah. especially for hour long episodes. Yeah, that's um, a long time. They don't really, yeah, they don't commit to twenty four like that. Because they uh, want I'm you to, they want you to binge usually. I, I think is why they make it possible to binge. You can't really binge twenty four hour long. Uh, yeah. Episodes. Yeah. I'm assuming that I mean, they've ordered can. two seasons Please probably. Don't. But you can. <laughs> So it'll probably be one season, and then if we're lucky, six months later, they'll do the other season, uh, or they'll just be two years apart. But they're already they're already ordered and greenlit. So, yeah. Talking about spinoffs, Walking Dead: World Beyond is that new Walking Dead show. It's we talked about it on the podcast. They had a trailer for it before they had a title, which I think is really weird. And it's kind of a dystopian youth novel, from what we saw, like. Is it Mockingbird, Hunger Games, and those oh, yeah. style the of Mocking Jay. movies? Mockingjay, yeah. And I can't remember. I can't think of any of them. There's a million of those shows. Maze Runner, and yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. 
it's like that in the Walking Dead world from what I've seen. And it looks okay. Like, I don't I don't have anything against those types of movies. Um, but we have a couple new details. It's called World Beyond. So that's new. And then it is coming spring 2020. So that's also new information. Uh, and then Simpsons. The a lot of people Simpsons. sharing stuff on social media that Simpsons is canceling because the composer said that he believed that they were canceling. And the producers have come out and said... Uh, Algene specifically, so that's not happening. Simpsons forever. Way too much money. Yeah. Disney Simpsons will be a little weird, but the Dimpsons. (laughs) They've got. I bet they'll make fun of Disney still. With. I saw a thing that the Simpsons. It's Bart wearing a Mickey Mouse hat, and he says, "Look, I'm an evil corporation." I know Disney owns that. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, but it's not being canceled, guys. Don't worry. Not that I've watched The Simpsons in like since I was a little kid. Uh but it's not going anywhere. It needs to be a staple. It needs to be it's like Days of Our Lives. Yep. Which is a soap opera that I for some reason know the name of that has been around forever. As the sands of the hourglass. <laughs> So are the days of... That's been around since like the 70s, right? Long time. I don't know. I don't really know my history of that stuff very well. I bet it is. I think it was... Yeah. I don't know. Before we end the podcast, we do have a discussion question from KMA6809 via our Discord. Uh, if you want to get into our Discord, get a hold of us. We can definitely get you in. And then you just go to GUG Cast Questions in the channels. You can ask whatever you like, and we'll answer it right here on the podcast for everyone to hear. And KMA6809 asks, what is the funniest game you've ever played? Shoot. Do you have an answer, Joe? We talked about this before the podcast. That's the only reason I can think of some of these. Mm-hmm. Um, the Portal games Yeah, are pretty I good. think for me, Portal 2, Cave Johnson, When Life Gives You Lemons funniest moment in video game history i'm trying to think what else did we mention the bad company we kind of battlefield bad company they've definitely got some snark i I liked that game a lot it's like yeah borderlands and yeah borderlands got some some of borderlands especially with three it's Mm -hmm. less funny and more just crass yeah uh some of it lands, most of it's pretty... Deadpool-ish. Yeah. I'm trying to think. There is... I feel like I've played some really funny games. It's also hard, too, because it's it's like, how do you find funny? Is it funny from the things you do, like in Goose Game? Is it funny from the things that characters tell you, like in Portal 2? Or is it funny, That's true. like, your experience with other players in the game, like Jackbox, like... Jackbox yeah, is hilarious is when it when you're um, with the right players. Like Worms Armageddon used to be one of my favorite games back in the day. That game is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. nothing, nothing to me said quality humor entertainment than taking a bat, baseball bat, to a forty-five degree angle and knocking a worm <laughs> into the water. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, it's you had to be there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, looking at this, that we need more comedy 
in video games. Like, video games are all been funny, but I can't think of a comedy-focused game that was like, we're going to be funny. Oh, Except there are. I, I never played Bad Company, but the trailers were hilarious. I think there's a game that came out very recently Portal, maybe. on um, the Switch, at least. It may be on other systems. It probably is on PC or whatever. I don't remember what it's called, but the guy who animates Rick and Morty made that game. Oh, okay. It's like uh, yeah, that game is super crass. Yeah. Like, but is it, it is comedy super focused? adult. Yeah, it Trover is. Trover saves the universe okay. now. That's what so it's it exists. Yeah, I watched a couple couple folks stream it, and it's... Not for the little ones. It is very It's like there's adult. also, like, South Park games, you know? Those are very comedy-driven. But again, it's the, same, guess, it's the yeah. same level yeah. of, like, oh, let's just throw a bunch of inappropriate stuff at him, and that's funny. Ha-ha. Yeah, I, don't I want more portals. Whereas, I feel like where I find the most... Um, where I laugh the most in games is like in like clever things and like again like we talk about Portal 2 that's like a really great example about um like character decisions and things like that but I don't know well and I think um like goofy physics glitches those are oh, funny oh totally yeah yeah doing a bunch of weird stuff like I laughed with Sonic 06 a few times yeah. for the first hour I laughed at Skyrim I was walking through, this was literally like the day the game came out or maybe after, back on Xbox 360, I'm walking through a field and like some sort of big creature flew over my head and it wasn't one that had wings. Oh. (laughs) And when I crested the hill, there was a hill giant on the other side. Like they'd gotten in a fight and he threw whatever it was. (laughs) That's amazing. And I thought that was great. Yeah. I wouldn't be myself if I didn't mention Jack 2. That would be my runner-up. Jack 2. Jack and Daxter. Oh, okay, okay. And I also... Well, Jack 2 or Jack 3, they're both hilarious, and I get them kind of mixed up. Probably Jack 3 was funnier. Yeah. Um, I also think about the wording of the question, what's the funniest game you've ever played? That's not limited to video games. So I think that's the, there's been oh, some yeah. hilarious comedy-driven sessions of D&D that I've played. Play like Quelf. you know. I was gonna say yeah, Quelf. Um, and there's some other just like really funny games. I know, um, Cards Against Mandy is like pretty dark and appropriate, but it is yeah. pretty funny. Um, considering some. I used to love that game, and I would because I thought it was just hilarious. And I don't know if it's. I don't think that my comedy's matured because I'm terrible, but. I, I think it's because I've played it so much. I was much just going to say, I think it, that's definitely a game where like, if you play it too much, you're going to lose like any... Yeah, I just got bored of it really suddenly and was just like, I don't want to play this anymore. Wow, me too. It took like three turns. <laughs> and it wasn't boredom. I was sick to my stomach because I was yeah. like, this is this is completely inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I played it a lot in, in like company. high school. And so a high school me was like, this is just ridiculous. Oh. Uh, but yeah, last few years, people was like, "Let's play it." I'm like, and I got, we bought like a bunch of expansions and stuff. Put I a remember bunch of when you guys then... came up to Pack Seattle, we like checked out the Cards Against Mandy section. Yeah, we literally went and we bought a bunch of expansions, and then, like, I was done playing. Yep. <laughs> Played like two games after that. I was like, this is boring. No one gets my jokes. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of funny games out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Jackbox. And I mean, there's other things too. Um, what is it? Is it Sunday School Answers? Is an alternative oh, yeah. to that. Um, 
that's really cool. And I think he's doing a bunch of different collabs. So that's kind of cool. But, uh, and then there were apples to apples way before Cards Against Humanity. Oh, yeah. That was funny. I still like, I I still like playing apples to apples. <laughs> that's not going <laughs> to get away I have me. it. Cool. Well, there's your answer. I think definitively for me, Portal 2. Joe, are you on that same wavelength? Yeah, humor is not one of those things that seems to hit very often in games now that I'm thinking about it. like, Yeah. I'm sure there's probably been several things where I've gotten a good chuckle and I just can't think of what they are. Jack 3 is great. Jack 3, dude gets mad at you. And he goes, do you think this is a game? Uh, and then Jack and Dexter both look at you, the player. And it's awesome. <laughs> What's your definitive... Your, your final answer, Shelley. Um, I don't know if I have a final answer. I think if I if I define it as the game... Humor written. If I think about it as written. the game that has made me laugh the most, it's definitely going to be one of the Jackbox games. Okay. And, and yeah, Those Mad Lib games are a blast. It is simply because yeah. of, like, it's a medium to allow you and your friends to have jokes and laugh and stuff. Be- it's, it's not necessarily the game itself that's funny, so... TK, I still have a shirt that I wear on TKO. occasion. My fi- yeah, my, my fiance thinks it's hilarious. I got it from when we played, when we played with the uh, with the Crossforged guys. Oh. Okay, cool. And it's it's a little green blob holding his hands up in the air, like going yay. And the shirt just says prostate awareness. <laughs> <laughs> I love T- TK. Was my favorite Jackbox game. Because of stuff like that. You just throw in <laughs> yeah, like weird, awesome. like happy things, and then it's just like existential crisis and things like that. I love it. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. Yep. You guys geeking out about anything else this week? I think that's covered everything. Awesome. Yeah. I. I don't know if this is worth mentioning or not, but I went to Eureka Springs, and that's all like historically Victorian era buildings, like they're oh. historical buildings, and the history side of me was geeking out a little bit but look pictures of it's really cool uh that's it we i've never been there you should you look closer than i do yeah it was weird you take a lot of back roads there's no like interstate over there i thought that was interesting um joe lives like an hour away from it cool uh joe where can they find you at on twitter at joe knows games shelly where can they find you at you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24, and you can find me streaming Shadow of War Tuesday nights at geeksundergrace.com slash, sorry, that's not correct, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. <laughs> we used to have geeksundergrace.com slash twitch. Oh, really? Yeah. Well. That might work. Yeah. Would it still work? That'd be cool. Try it. I don't know. I don't know if the plugin still works or not. We can find it out. Uh, <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor totally forgot next week's episode 200 we're gonna do something about it be there it'll be live i don't know where yet we'll figure it out or when cool i'll start putting it on social media love you bye 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 oh keep gaming keep praying and god bless (laughs) i'm a mess We 
we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.